We're live at the Hastings Golf Club today for the Upside Down Educational Trust Golf Day with our raising funds for speech and language therapy while also promoting inclusivity throughout sport. I love the game of golf. It brings me a lot of joy. I'm able to walk the fairways with my mates or generally riding a cart actually. But it's a sport that could help benefit many if they knew how to get involved. And that is the role of my next guest here to help promote that. Golf New Zealand... Um, have uh, appointed uh, Emily Davidson as their Participation and Inclusion Manager. And uh, Emily joins us now. Emily, uh, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, interesting role you've got there. It is an interesting role. It's an awesome role, actually. Um, absolutely love what I do at Golf New Zealand. So I lead our commitment to participation and inclusion, as you mentioned. So that's making sure that everybody has a place to belong in our game. And a lot of my focus at the moment is on women and girls and our disability community. How do you, how do you go about that, Emily? <laughs> well, um, we have a number of strategies around our um, work in inclusion. So in particular with our disability community, um, this is just, a, I guess, acknowledging that not everybody's starting on a level playing field, right? And so our disability strategy sits around three areas. So that's our golf clubs and facilities, ensuring that our, they are inclusive and accessible. Um, participation, so ensuring that there are a number of opportunities to learn, play and compete in the game. And then also the profile of the game. So I always kind of refer to those three areas if we're thinking about it outside of kind of strategy languages, kind of what am I playing in? Uh, where am I playing it and what is my perception of that, right? So what are the stories I'm being told about golf or can I even access the information to know where to get started in golf? One of the interesting things about golf is that it is starting to evolve, but for a long, long period of time, uh, Emily, it was not what you'd call an inclusive sport. So what kind of barriers do you have to break down there? I actually think perception is probably the biggest one. Um, I remember when I first started working in golf, not being a golfer, um, I thought it was for men. I thought, oh my goodness, it's just kind of this middle-aged man sport. But when I started working in it and started playing it, I realised it's actually quite different from that. Um, golf actually is the most unique sport, I think, in the country. You know, a handicapping system means that anybody can play or compete about any um, compete with anyone, right? So that doesn't matter your age, your gender, or your ability. You can have a round with someone equitably and um, we have so many facilities right we've got 18 hole nine hole foot golf mini golf there's driving ranges i mean you can literally now play a round of golf at a driving range um because of things like the top tracer um and we've had a lot of advancements in technology so automated tee blocks things like the para golfer if you don't know what that is google it it's an incredible piece of equipment that allows people with mobility issues or who use a, a wheelchair um, to be able to play golf as well. So I think there's all these things that are starting to change and the perception of the game that we need to, I guess, get in front of people and show people how inclusive our game is. But it doesn't mean that it's perfect, right? We do still have a lot of work to do. Um, and when we think about our clubs and facilities um, in reference to kind of um, dis the disability space, a lot of them are quite old, you know, so making sure that people can physically access the clubhouse or access the golf mm -hmm. course, um, even down to, I guess, websites and things like that. Uh, is the website, most people will go to a webpage first and foremost to see if how they get started. Is that accessible? Can somebody who uses a screen reader, for example, access all of the content on your website. So I guess it starts from the very first touch of 
looking where to where to find an experience and then when you get there can you access the facility is the game itself inclusive are the people welcoming um we also look at our participation initiatives as well so Obviously, first and foremost, we want to make sure that everything we do in golf is inclusive. So all of our participation initiatives, um, our clubhouses, our golf courses. Um, But then secondly, we have, I guess, what we would refer to as exclusive opportunities. So this is what we call all abilities. And that's something that's exclusive for people who who are either neurodiverse or have a physical impairment to learn, play and compete together. So, um, for example, on the 1st and 2nd of April, we have our national championship, our national all abilities championship, and um, golfers will compete for their world ranking and also to call themselves the national champion um, for New Zealand. So we have about seven Aussies coming over for that. We've got about 24 people in the field so far. And these are really good golfers, right? We're looking from anyone playing off a plus one handicap um, all the way up to... 31 handicap on that field so you know this is it's a real exciting competition and it's played across two days 36 holes at Windross Farm Golf Course. Windross of course um, that's out by um, I think the airport out by Mangani isn't it so um, yeah that, yep, and they, right. they have played in New Zealand women's golf open there so uh, wonderful golf course there so right, let's uh, talk about um, first of all uh, the stigma of that uh, that golf is well, for a long time, was a rich person sport, right? Uh, you know, so people looked at it and thought, "Oh gosh, it's so expensive to even try." That's not the case now. Oh no, especially not in New Zealand. You know, the the cost to play golf. I mean, look. You know, equipment can be expensive, um, but there are ways, many ways. I know people who have got their equipment off um, their golf clubs off Trade Me or bought them off Mates. You know, you can access equipment, um, but golf itself, you know, you can pay anything from twenty dollars for a green fee um, in New Zealand. So it, it is actually very accessible from a cost perspective, especially when you're looking, I guess, regions like in Northland um, and, and, and outside of Auckland. So that is a bit of a myth. I mean, I know in other countries it's significantly more expensive. I think we're incredibly lucky in New Zealand um, how accessible cost-wise our golf courses are. I, I, I've got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm not um, boasting here, but I, I played a wonderful golf course um, in Australia not that long ago. And just as we were teeing off, there were two groups of men finishing, and every one of them had a physical disability. Uh, you know, there was a guy without mm-hmm. any legs at all. There was a guy with one arm. Uh, I mean, these are obviously people that have either had horrific accidents or they're returned servicemen mm-hmm. and, and those sorts of people. Yep. And I, it got me thinking uh, uh, about what kind of sport is uh, for those kind of people because it's still got the mental challenges hasn't it I mean and and then of course because as you explained there's a handicapping system uh, and and it's one of those sports where you you look to better yourself um, regardless of your physical state every day absolutely I mean these golfers, they're, they're playing with their friends out on the golf course, they're playing in pennants, they're playing in other tournaments, and yet they'll still also come and compete in the All Abilities Championships and the All Abilities events as well. You know, I think that's the wonderful thing about golf. You can literally play it by yourself, and you're doing, like you say, you're kind of bettering yourself every time you go out there, or you're playing it against friends competitively or playing in a social way. I think, you know, coming from somebody who wasn't a golfer before and somebody that now loves golf, it does get this... the perception of the game is actually so, so wrong. Like, I genuinely believe it has the potential to be the most inclusive sport in the world.
You know, it is such a such a special game. And you can see that by who plays it, the diverse range of people that can play golf. And it's low impact as well, right? Like, it's not a game where you're rugby tackling each other or there's any physical contact. It's low impact, and it's a game that you can play for quite literally forever. What have been um, some of the more rewarding elements of your job that you've had so far as uh, participation inclusion manager? What do you see that really makes you happy? actually love our um our disability specific tournaments there's something incredibly special about them um the people that play in them are the most incredible human beings they all have got incredible stories but really beautiful humans and it's developed this big family you know everyone knows each other everybody knows each other's sort of family members and you kind of really get to know everyone on a really personal level level which would differ from a tournament we would run that would have hundreds of people in it you know um we're looking at kind of 24 players and i really love the personal element of that tournament but also being able to watch the golf i mean it challenges me every day when i see somebody do something quite spectacular you know i think about how hard it is to learn golf um, myself when i've been learning and then i see somebody like you say who has um extra challenges or extra barriers in place for them but yet they can absolutely you know you see some of these scores and you're like oh my goodness this is amazing you know some really awesome people out there but not only are they spectacular golfers they're just actually really really wonderful humans and i think that's what really lights me up it really fills my cup when i come to work being able to be part of those tournaments and see them grow and add to that big golfing family that we have out there of course, uh, Emily, we're here today for the Upside Downs Educational Trust so that yeah. they can uh, help for speech and language therapy. Uh, what are uh, other tournaments and uh, what are other days that you um, are very much a part of in, in New Zealand golf that are similar to this? Yeah, so we do lots of work with Special Olympics and we ha- actually have our Special Olympics club at Remuera Golf Club. So we have about 15 golfers turn up to that every month. Um, and we also run a kids program as well called Futures All Abilities. So um, one I have a lot of t- that I spend a lot of time with is one that we run at Ellerslie Golf Warehouse. And we have about 14 young children come to that every week and they've been coming for about two years. And yeah, we have um, a real wide variety. I guess we have lots of young children with, who are neurodiverse and we have young children with a physical impairment. They're all under the age of 12. And it's been really amazing to watch them grow in both confidence and ability at that program and we use that site also to train our PGA professional trainees so that's a really awesome project that we love to work on because we're allowing coaches to grow in confidence but we're also allowing these um, young people to grow in confidence and skill as well and what's quite cool is we take them out on that sort of little mini nine hole pitch and put now and they just absolutely love it and um, yeah so I mean we work with young people and adults um all the way through from learn, play and compete. Emily, uh, really cool to catch up with you um, and to learn. I mean, this is a real education day for me as, as, as for our listeners as well. So uh, thanks for adding to that. Um, um, all the best with your role as uh, New Zealand Participation and Inclusion Manager. Uh, it's a terrific thing just to watch the smiles on the, on the faces as well. So uh, we hope we have a, a great day down here at Hastings. Weather's looking pretty cool. Uh, sorry you can't be here, but uh, thanks for joining us on the phone. You're welcome. Enjoy the day. Take care.